0: Happy Easter. You're listening to The Riverwalk, the preaching ministry of Beth River Baptist Church in Winsboro, Louisiana. Today we're going to talk about how God knew. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoy. If you want to follow along in a Bible this morning, I'm going to read Luke's account of the resurrection in Luke chapter 24. And I'm also going to read in Isaiah chapter 53. And uh, I'm just going to let the Bible speak for itself this morning. It's a great temptation as a pastor to try to spice things up or spruce things up. But the truth is, for something as Easter, Brother Kevin can't make it any better. The Bible just makes it so wonderful. The story is true. The story happened. You here today, most of you have accepted Jesus' gift of salvation. And you know this. Luke writes in Luke chapter 24, verse 1. It says, Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came into the sepulchre, bringing the spices which they had prepared, and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulchre, and they entered in, and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments, and as they were afraid, And bowed down their faces to the earth. They said to them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He's not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again? And Verse 8 says, And they remembered his words. I could just imagine how these ladies, how these people must have felt whenever they got there this morning, they had been witnessed, they had witnessed a, a gruesome crucifixion right there at the foot of the cross. And I imagine, like it says in verse four, it says, they were much perplexed thereabout. They were really confused. Where are, where's the stone went? Where are the soldiers? Where is Jesus? They were confused. I imagine the question that that they may have answered after they had remembered is like, who could have known this? We could never have saw this coming. But the passage I'm going to read this morning, and if I wanted to title something this morning, I would just title it that God absolutely knew what was coming. The passage I'm going to read to you this morning, is Isaiah 53, and I'm just going to kind of walk through it uh, a few verses by a few verses. But I want you to understand, the prophet Isaiah wrote this 700 years before Jesus Christ was even born. Put that into context. You know America, I think it's 244 years old. Multiply that by three and you get how long ago before Jesus was born that Isaiah penned these words. I don't know that if Isaiah grasped what he was writing, but I know the words came from God Himself. God knew and told us who was coming and what was going to happen. This is what it says in Isaiah 53 Who has believed our report, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness. And when we see Him, there is no beauty that we should desire Him. Understand this morning that God knew 700 years before He was even born that a man named Jesus would be born of a virgin in Bethlehem. God knew that this would not be a king's son. He would not have a a crown. He would not have royalty right there in His childhood. But He would be a carpenter's son. He wouldn't be esteemed royalty that had servants. Rather, He would come as a servant. Isaiah continues. He said, He is despised and rejected by men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, were our faces from Him. He was despised and we did not esteem Him. God knew that this man, Jesus, not only would he not be liked, not only would he be unpopular, this man, Jesus, would be despised by many. He knew, God knew that that Jesus and his followers would be hated even today. God knew that, that Jesus, that God in the flesh, Jesus, would be a man acquainted with grief. God knew that, that even in the hour, that night of the Lord's Supper, when, when, when He needed His disciples the very most, God knew they would deny even knowing Him. It says, Surely He has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed Him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. God knew Why Jesus was coming. He knew Jesus would carry our griefs. He knew Jesus would carry our sorrows to the old rugged cross. He knew that he would be smitten by God himself, throwing the sin of the world on his shoulders. God knew that that he would die. God knew that he would be put in the tomb of, of Joseph of Arimathea. Sorry, I got a little bit ahead of myself. He continues, he says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed. Listen, God knew that this would not be for Jesus. This sacrifice, this death wouldn't be for him, but for us. God knew that salvation would come from an old rugged cross. God knew that by the stripes He encountered, by the cat of nine tails, we would all be healed. Not healed from our sickness, not healed from our cancer, not healed from COVID, but healed from our brokenness, healed from our sin, healed from our pride, healed from our disobedience. God knew every single blow that He would encounter. He knew every thorn that was going to be shoved down His brow. He knew the spear that was going to pierce his side. Isaiah writes, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. God knew that every one of us here this Easter Sunday and everyone that may be sleeping warm in their bed this morning, everybody that's faithful in church, everybody that never comes to church, Every true believer, every false believer, every Christian, atheist, agnostic, God knew that every one of us needed a Savior. God knew that every one of us has made ourselves God. So God, in His infinite mercy, gave it to Himself. He gave it to Jesus to take care of our sin problem. It says He was oppressed. And he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shearers is silent. So he opened not his mouth. God knew that Jesus would be the Passover lamb. God knew the new covenant was coming. God knew he would be oppressed and afflicted. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who will declare his generation? For he was cut off from the land of the living for the transgressions of my people, he was stricken. God knew that it was for you and it was for me. God even knew that he would spend time in prison, taken away before Pontius Pilate. It says, "And they made his grave with the wicked; they made they made his grave with the wicked, but with the rich at his death, because they had done no violence, nor was there any deceit in his mouth." God knew where Jesus would be buried. He knew it wouldn't be for his sins but for ours. Here's a strange passage. It says, "Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. When you make his soul an offering for sin, you shall see his seed; he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand." Even knowing all this, it pleased it pleased him. Why would it please him? Because God knew that it would solve the sin problem. God knew that it would cure the curse. God knew that Sunday was coming. God knew that he would be victorious. It says, He shall see the labor of his soul and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant shall justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. God knew that this sacrificial death... This death would not be in vain. God knew that it would justify many. God knew that I would be one of them. God knew that I would be here speaking this to you this morning. It ends and it says, Therefore, I will divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he has poured out his soul unto death. And he was numbered with the transgressors, And he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. God knew. God knew that Jesus would come. God knew that he'd be born of a virgin. God knew that he would be perfect. God knew that he would be unjustly condemned. God knew that he would die, but God knew that he would rise again. And guess what? God still knows. God knows that He will rule the nations forever. God knows that He bore the sins of you and I. Church, let me just take a minute and let me tell you something else. God still knows. God knows each and every one of you here. From from those as young as Esther to those as old as Adam. God knows us all. He knows us all. He knows your very DNA. The Bible says that He knew you before you were even born. It says that He has the hairs on your head numbered. Understand this morning that God knows your heart. God knew. Just like God knew the tomb would be empty on Easter Sunday, believe me, God knew that you would be here at Beth River Baptist Church at 7 a.m. today. God knows this morning if you have accepted Him or if you have rejected Him. God knows the worries that you're holding on to. God knows your anxiety. God knows your stress. God knows your sin. God knows all that and He loves you. He loves you in spite of it all, in the midst of it all. And God knows all that He's done for you and He knows all that He can do for you. Brother Kevin, don't. But the story of Isaiah, 700 years before Christ was even born, shows that God absolutely knows. So my question to you this morning as we get ready to close, my question to you is, is what does God know about your heart? Two people know about you, you and God. God's looking down at your heart this morning. What does he see? Does he see somebody that has accepted his marvelous gift of salvation? Or does he see somebody that knows about Jesus but does not know Jesus? Man, this Easter Sunday would be a great time to put your trust in him if you never have. This great this Easter Sunday would be a great time to just say, "Hey, I want to start over. I want to be faithful. I realize the great sacrifice that you've given for me, so I want to start sacrificing for you. I want to be more faithful to you. Today would be a great day to do that. Today, instead of having a traditional invitation, I'm just going to ask Tricia to to play, and I'm going to have. I want to have a time of examination, much like we did uh, Thursday night for the Lord's Supper. So as Tricia plays. I'm just going to ask everybody to please bow your heads this morning. And I want to talk to believers first. Listen, if you're here today and you put your trust in Jesus, praise the Lord. I'm happy for that. I rejoice with you. But listen, myself included, sometimes we need a reminder. That's why we've gathered here today. Sometimes we need to be reminded. Sometimes it's good to just hit a reset button and say, Lord, I want to start over Sometimes it's good just to examine ourselves and say, Lord, what's in my life that you know is there that shouldn't be there? Let me just give it to you today. You could do that right where you're seated. God knew Jesus was going to come. God knows your prayers in your heart. I encourage you to do that tomorrow. And let's start over. Let's make Easter 2022 a start over point. Now, if you're here this morning and this sounds out there to you, and you don't know if you're saved, you don't know if you have Jesus in your heart or not, then I'm just going to invite you this morning, then the best way that you know how, there's no magic prayer, there's no repeat after me, In the best way that you know how, just say, Lord, I know I'm a sinner, and I ask you to forgive me. I know you died on the cross. I know you rose again. I know you're coming back. I want that. The best way you know how. And this is what I'm going to ask you to do. If this is the first time you've ever done that or you feel something's changed in your heart this morning, I'm not going to call you up here, but I am going to ask that you get in touch with me today. Call, text, email. Don't keep this decision quiet. It's a wonderful thing to follow Jesus, but we have to pick up our cross and follow Him every step of the way. So if you made that decision this morning, if there's something you'd like to talk with, to me about. Just grab me and let me know. I'm going to dismiss this in prayer, and I invite you all to stay for the wonderful breakfast we have. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you so much for the number that's here this morning. Lord, I thank you. Thank you so much for the sacrifice you made. Lord, I I thank you that I don't serve a foreign God, a distant God. I serve a God that knows me, that knows me intimately, that knows where I'm going right and knows where i'm going wrong lord i i confess to you this morning there's things in my life that that probably shouldn't be there lord if there's anything in me that needs to be better lord i pray that you would convict me of it i pray that you would remove it i pray that you would wash me and make me new i pray that i would be better for you i pray that i would give my all for you because you gave your all for me Lord, I pray for these people here. Lord, I pray if there was somebody here that is trusted in You for the first time, Lord, I pray they'd have the boldness to get in touch with me. I pray they'd have the boldness to follow up and be baptized, whether it's here or somewhere else. Lord, I pray for the Christians today, Lord, that. That, that don't take you or your house seriously. Lord, I pray today would be a relaunching point where they would follow you and be faithful to you, to your church. And they would serve your church and they would serve you each and every day. Lord, I thank you for the food in the back. I pray you bless it to our bodies. Bless our bodies to your nourishment. Lord, I pray we would never, ever forget the magnificent sacrifice. And Lord, I pray that we would celebrate it not only today, but every single Sunday. Every single day we meet, I pray that we would let that beautiful light show to a dark, dark world. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving these people. And Lord, we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the message. I hope you understood it. I hope that you know that God knows everything that's going on in your life right now. He knows your highs, he knows your lows, he knows your spiritual condition. So I pray this Easter that you'll put your full trust in him and trust him with your future. Happy Easter.